Hey, y'all. So Planned Parenthood asked me to show someone how I see them, like really see them. So this ad is dedicated to Mr. Audio Wave Network himself, JG. Hello. I see how hard you work to make sure everyone's show, including mine, runs smoothly. I see the way you care, and I see your dedication to help black podcasters succeed and put out amazing content, and I admire the way that you're never afraid to level up. I feel very lucky to get to see you, the real you. Planned Parenthood sees you too, and all of us, not as patients, but as people, deserving of understanding, compassionate, quality health care, and education. And they understand the importance of having access to that care so you can define exactly where you're going. Visit www.bseen.org to learn more about how Planned Parenthood is here to see you become who you will be. That's www.bseen.org. Okay, I'm done. Hey, y'all. You're listening to Damsels in Detroit, the podcast all about women from the city that are killing it in their industries. I'm your host, Evan Webb. Each week, I invite a damsel to come on and talk with me about their life, careers, and why Detroit girls do it better. Hey, y'all. We're back. Another episode of Damsels in Detroit. This is episode 55. Yay. And I'm sitting here with somebody I've known for 20 years. Good grief. (laughs) Okay. So I apologize in advance if we tell too many inside jokes. But that's how far we go back. So, sitting here with Ashley Harley, a.k.a. Sir, (laughs) (laughs) And, of course, I'm going to read a little bit about her before we get into our questions. So, let's go. Ashley Harley is the founder of Coveted Claws, a luxury press-on nail company that was born during the height of the pandemic. While many of us were crying internally and some externally, let's be real, About not being able to get our nails done, Ashley came up with a solution that was not only more cost-efficient, but more versatile and safe, too. Each set of nails is hand-painted by Ashley herself, and she even offers customizable sets so that her customers can look and feel like their best selves. Hello, sir. Hello, everybody. (laughs) How are you? I am good. How are you? I'm good. It's so nice to see you. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) I guess I can't do that since you're interviewing me. I mean... You can. It's fine. This is our. This is just our conversation. We won't even call it an interview. That's, I'm fine with that. Okay. Perfectly fine. So, very excited to talk about Coveted Claws because, oops, I'm bringing it closer. Um, Yeah, I mean, I'm just proud of you. And everything looks so nice. And I just want more people to know that you have this business. Yeah, I appreciate so. that more than you know because you've seen me go through all oh, of yes. my career changes in life. Oh, and yes. How everything has brought me to this point. Mm-hmm. So here we are. So I'm glad you said that because the first question I have for you is just to talk about your personal journey with beauty and fashion and just aesthetics as a whole. Okay. Let me start from the beginning. How far back you trying to go? Well, okay, we won't go that far back. <laughs> uh-huh. I was born on a Tuesday. Oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Wednesday, but it's Wow, I was just talking. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, I, as you know, have always been a lover of all things aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it really took off in high school. I started making things and dressing myself um, until I realized it could actually be a career path. Um. I started Wayne State in 07 in business. Oh, hated child. it. I know, years. You old. Oh, shut up. You're <laughs> only four years behind me. Um, but yeah, I started in business, hated it. They had an amazing 
fashion program. Mm-hmm. So I think after at the end of my junior year, I switched, <laughs> and it was the best decision I made. Um, I learned all about the fashion industry. I had paid and non-paid gigs during styling fashion shows, doing mag- magazine spreads, um, going to New York with um, – one of my professors, because he was a textile creator, and seeing how that side of the business works. Um, and obviously, I got knee-deep in retail, mm-hmm. fell in love with that. And um, until retail, retail became a little bit too gruesome yeah. a few years ago. Um, but the things that retail taught me and being in the school of fashion, merchandising, and business management, um, I've all taken all of those things with me. Every step taught me something for the next um, along with my love of working for people mm-hmm. and working with people, especially women. I love making women feel like their best selves, mm-hmm. um, teaching them what to do and what not to do to make them feel more comfortable in the skin that they in, they're in at any given moment. Um, and I lost my job before the pandemic last okay. year, and I was like, I don't know what I'm about to do. Then the pandemic hit, and I was like, I really don't know what yeah. I'm about to do. And again, you know me, I always had my nails done. Mm-hmm. My older sister did nails. Yeah. I was her nail model. Um, and I had got my, funny story, I got my nails done a week before my birthday. Mm-hmm. My birthday was two days before quarantine hit officially in Michigan. Yeah. So I had these jacked up nails. Mm-hmm. I actually had the worst experience I had had in the nail salon. And my frustration was just growing. You know how you go and you ask for something? Yeah. And they're like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I can't do that. They finally get to something that they can do. And then they charge. I think she charged me like $90 for what I did. Just Um, for your nails? Just for my nails. It was a fill-in. And I had one of those designs where it was like you put two fingers together and it was a butterfly. Okay. She used Gorilla Glue instead of nail glue. It took. I'm so triggered by Gorilla Glue. (laughs) No, I think the whole world is. I just stopped breathing. (laughs) (laughs) But I sat there and it took about an hour and a half for the Gorilla Glue to even dry the stones in place. So I'm sitting there and she constantly moving them to make sure they set. She's working on somebody else. I'm pissed off because it's not what I asked for. I'm paying almost $100. I'm wasting my time. I had decided going into quarantine, like, I'm just not going to get my nails done anymore. Mm -hmm. But trying to find a balance with that. Looked up press on nails. And sorry if I'm kind of like Mm-mm, going off fine. the deep end. I looked at Press on Nails, found out it was still a thing. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. I ordered from probably like eight different companies. I hated them all. Okay. I'm like, these are trash. These are trash. Uh, waited months for one company to send some. The coloring from the packaging rubbed off on the nails and changed the way the nails mm-hmm. Some of them were broken when they already got to me. Oh, wow. Finally... Found this one company I forgot I ordered for. She was backed up. She sent me the nails. I fell in love. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I can't keep waiting a month or two months to get something. Yeah, because at that point, it was bad. Shipping was horrible. It was horrible. So I was like, I'm just going to do it for myself. Mm -hmm. I reached out to her and I asked her questions. And she was like, oh, you can find everything you need on Amazon just to start to practice. I ordered stuff. I only had intentions on doing my nails for myself. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is kind of fun. Yeah. Next thing I know, you know I'm a perfectionist as well. Yeah, that's we're gonna get into that. <laughs> <laughs> but it got to the point where I'm like, huh? God was telling me start a business, start a business, and I'm like, nah, man, this not the business I want to start. <laughs> I'm gonna have a jewelry boutique. I'm gonna have a clothing boutique. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna stay in that lane. This is not what I want to do. I think 
it took three months for me to actually listen. Okay. And then here we are, almost at a year. Yeah. What is time, first of all? <laughs> Don't understand. But going back to, like, what your nail routine was like, were you going, like, every two weeks, every... I mean, I know it was consistent. Yes, I was going every week to every two weeks. Okay. No longer than two weeks. Yeah. I had to have my nails done. And then tell us your favorite shape, favorite... Like, when you had your nails done, what could people expect from you? It, they were always long. Mm-hmm. I don't care if I, that I was working at a desk. I like the clickety clack. I love the it's motivational. <laughs> <laughs> and then everybody noticed you working because okay. they're hearing you work or not working. But then you could just pretend you're writing something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, they were always long. The right people call it either coffin or ballerina. Mm-hmm. I call it ballerina because it looks like what the ballerina's foot looks yeah. like when they're on. Now their that you said toes. that, I'm like, oh yeah. This doesn't look like something you would bury somebody in. Right. It looks like a ballerina. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yes, long ballerina and either colorful or blinged out. Mm -hmm. I rarely have plain nails. Yeah. I like little abstract designs. Mm -hmm. And so when I just got these done, I was like, I think I want plain. But then as I was saying that, I was like, I I told the girl, I was like, I mean, but you could do something if you feel like, you know, I need a little, she was like, if you want playing, we could do playing. I was like, yeah, but if you, (laughs) (laughs) let the spirit, let the spirit lead you, you know, if you feel like you want to put a little stone or something on one, but I was struggling during quarantine because I think for the both of us and Brie could probably agree. Hey, Brie. Um, but Brie, (laughs) yes, I said that for everyone here. Um, (laughs) We like to get dressed. We like to look a certain way. Yes. So for that to just be stripped away, it's hard against our will. I was I was going through it. I was like, I have never looked this bad. I just have never looked Dude, this seriously. I and mean, it was like <laughs> even now sometimes I look at myself in the mirror, like I have on no makeup now and I'm like, You've changed. Mm-hmm. Quarantine. COVID Quarant- did something new. It did. <laughs> I went like when's the last time I got my brows done? Maybe a month ago. But even when shops were back open, I went like maybe six months without getting my eyebrows done. And I was just like, why are you doing? Like, you can you can go get them done. Yeah. I still haven't gotten a pedicure because I'm just like, I, I not only do I not want to wait, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in somebody's shop. Yeah. And I don't feel, I just don't feel like the time. Like, I, I'll do a little scrub-a-dub-dub something mm-hmm. myself, but I have not gone to sit down in somebody's chair yeah. and get a pedicure. I was definitely nervous about going back to getting my nails done. I was like, okay. I mean, I still went. But <laughs> <laughs> the thought, I was just like, okay. Because then you're thinking about all of the shared mm-hmm. things. And, like, yet, I mean, at the time I was going to a different salon but I mean, you got you still have multiple people in there. You yeah. can only do so much. And as you know, they don't separation. clean everything properly. Yeah. So I'm just like, okay. But gone to a new girl now, and I trust her way more. Good. <laughs> Hello, new girl. Hello. <laughs> um, but yes. So I just I understand. It was it was quarantine was rough. It was rough. Yeah. One thing I did learn about my hands and my nails as well from quarantine is I have an allergic to acrylic. Oh. Um, so I had like. Around my cuticles were darker. Sometimes they would itch. Uh-huh. I just thought, like, sensitive skin. No. A lot of women have an allergic to the powder and the chemicals uh-huh. that go in acrylic and the, the monomer that they use to apply it. 
I had no idea that was a thing. Oh, so wow. I learned that, and that's another reason why I'm like, I'm sticking oh, wow. with my first one. I was, like, looking at, I mean, I feel like my cuticles have always been a little bit darker. Mm-hmm. But I was Googling something yesterday about, it wasn't dark cuticles, it was something else. But then an article about that came up, and it was talking about, I think, an allergy or something else. And I was like, oh. I know, um, I think the my dermatologist told me it was, contact dermatitis or something like that. Okay. I can't remember the correct name, but mm-hmm. there's different versions of it. Okay. I mean, it doesn't always have to be severe, mm-hmm. but if you notice, like, the cracks in your cuticles or your okay. cuticles are always dry or they're discolored, of course, with darker skins, it's just hyperpigmentation sometimes, mm-hmm. but sometimes it, it is another It could reaction. be something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, after you started, like, playing around with you know, the nails from Amazon, and then finally decided to start your business, what were some of the first steps you had to take? Because it's a process. It is a process. So, step um, number one. Actually deciding to do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, it, it, honestly, my mind was all over the place. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, my God, I got to create a website. I got to come up with designs. I have to do all of these things. Yeah. Step number one was coming up with a name. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't do nothing without a name. Right. Um, and it's just like welcome to press on nail llc <laughs> correct like <laughs> ashley's nails i don't know i went through a lot of things to the point i was stressing myself out i went to sleep the name came to me in a dream i was like thanks god mm-hmm. okay here we go got an a next thing after that it was a logo and it was registering the llc mm-hmm. and registering the business with the state and getting an ein number yeah all the formalities that most businesses i found out don't go through at first yeah, people just be selling stuff yeah, they just be doing <laughs> people, stuff. People just be doing stuff. And then be mad when they get ripped off. And it's like, you're not registered nowhere. My, I'm scared of the government, to be honest. I don't want to go to, if I go to jail, I don't want it to be for something dealing with taxes. Oh, girl. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing right there. <laughs> we can get down to that later. Yes. <laughs> but, um, yeah, just making sure. Because even though in the nail world, LLC can't do that much for you, mm-hmm. but it at least scares people off. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, she's legit. Let me not steal from her because people mm-hmm. don't understand exactly. It, and it means different things in different states. Right. But it's like, she's legit. I can't come for her. Let me. Because mm-hmm. I've had people try to, like, steal stuff and use my video. I've seen my videos and my pictures. Some nail techs have gone blatantly as to tag the pe- their customers on my page for whether it's sizing or you oh, with wow. this design or this like that or trying to use the name. Mm-hmm. And then I won't even have to go that far. I just be like, yeah, I got an LLC. They're like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Don't sue me. And it's like, that's not what that means, but I'm going to let you think it. Yeah. But, no, getting all of the, <laughs> that paperwork in line was the next step. And then from there, I just practiced. Because mm-hmm. even though, you know, I knew I know how to draw, I know how to paint, I know how to do all those things, I never did nails. Yeah. And it's so, such a small, it's such a small canvas, um, especially since most people don't wear long nails like us. They wear they shorter sh- nails. <laughs> so Never mind. I was about to. <laughs> you should. The end. You should wear. If you can, you, you should, should wear, wear long, long nails. nails. It might be an adjustment for a minute, but you get so you used get to used it so to quick. It. Just throw you don't want to look good. That's just how I be looking. Like, <laughs> and I'm sorry to people that have short square nails. <sighs> Hate. <laughs> I hate that. Like, I see them and I'm just like, but why? I understand some people, you know, yeah. maybe depending on your profession, but like, yeah. you don't want to jazz it up. 
<laughs> I don't know. We're going to get them to jazz it up now We're that they have some versatility yes, options. we are. But no, um, yeah, practicing designs, um, designing a website. Because I literally, I did everything myself except for take the actual professional pictures mm-hmm. of me. Um, so yeah, the website was the next big thing, which took, it was easier than I thought, but it mm-hmm. also took a lot more intricate work. Um, and then just coming up with themes and ways to keep people interested because I'm 100% online. Mm-hmm. People don't pay attention to nothing. So, yeah, <laughs> so trying they to get people read. to read. Mm-hmm. And then it, and even you think people don't read, they don't like to listen to you talk for longer than 10 seconds either. So it's trying to like find different ways to keep people attracted. And then the next thing was getting people actually invested in the brand. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of got to start the process all over again because you can't one or two things not going to keep people interested right. for a long period of time. So it's like, okay, it's been three months. I got new designs I got to do. Mm-hmm. I got more customers I got to reach out to. Um, and it's just been constantly growing and evolving and keeping up with the times from then. Because in the weirdest way, nails are, nails and nails designs are its own fashion industry. Mm-hmm. It, it still follows the rules of fashion, the color palettes, the mm-hmm. silhouettes, um, the styles, the trends is just in its own adjacent universe. Yeah. So, um, what was I gonna say? So the designs, because I couldn't keep up with how many you have on your site. Oof. Do you know how many? I took some down. Okay. I think I'm at like one sixty now. Crazy. I know. I didn't realize it was that bad. I clicked <laughs> the low more button on the site maybe three times, and I said, okay. <laughs> like six pages (laughs) there are about 75 basic colors for people to choose from and then that only takes up like five products and i have two cuticle oil pens the rest of everything else is just different nail designs so i don't even know where to begin um first of all the polish situation are these just regular bottles of polish that you're using is it gel polish because then the drying process. Mm-hmm. How long does that take? So it's it's gel. Okay. Um, I literally go through the same steps mm-hmm. that your friendly neighborhood nail tech will go through, minus the acrylic and the gel. Um, I start off with a clear, a clear nail, mm-hmm. just like anybody else would. Um, the entire process from clear nail shaping, filing, buffing, base coat, one coat, two coat, sometimes three, okay, coat, and ma- like making sure the curing process is done. For a whole set, at minimum, takes a half hour. Okay. Sometimes it might take a little bit less. It could, sometimes it could take a little bit less. I think sometimes I get kind of robotic, mm-hmm. and I can, like, keep it going. But um, the last time I timed a basic set was about, like, 27 minutes. Okay. Now, I'm just thinking of a design off the top of my head. Okay, the Ivy Park one that you did. Which one? Brown. The, okay. Right. Okay. The brown. Um, or even the pink. So, you're making multiples of those sets. Mm -hmm. One, how are you making sure that it looks the same? (laughs) Or do you tell people, like, I'm hand-painting these, like, it's going to look different? Oh, yeah. Okay. people know that they're hand-painted. There's some, so the Ivy Park, the Brown Ivy Park ones, um, since I kind of duplicated that Ivy brown brown logo she had, I literally will have, like, my hat or something in okay. like I'm drawing to be close to it is not going to look the same. Mm-hmm. Again, you got to take into account different shapes and lengths of nails. 
Um, but I let every I let people know like no two nails can be exactly alike. Mm-hmm. It's virtually impossible. Um, but this is what the general idea is mm-hmm. going to be. And I haven't had any excuse me, I haven't had any complaints or anything. Okay. But um the only thing that's gonna be the same is the color. Yeah. That's it. Okay. And then how long would you say something like that would take? The Ivy Park ones. All of the Ivy Park ones that I've done have taken a long time because there's so much detail in mm-hmm. those. Those brown ones per- in particular, drawing that on that long XXL length nail, um, that probably took me almost an hour at least, mm-hmm. and it's all right. Yeah. Because you're just steady, making sure the lines are accurate, and then sometimes you have to dry in between so you don't mm-hmm. mess anything up, and then applying the beads and make sure that they're there where they're not going to come off. Mm-hmm. The chrome. Yeah. yeah. That set probably takes me about an hour and a half to two hours. So, are you making, I guess, one of each size just to begin with to, like, put up on the site? Or are you waiting until people order and then you're like, okay, I'll start making else? So, I make one of everything for me. Okay. Because it's just, <laughs> it's just easy that way. Because mm-hmm. I can put them on myself and model them, mm-hmm. take pictures, videos, whatever. But everything is made to order. Okay. Because um, I find nails are also like buying a pair of jeans. It fits everyone different. And mm-hmm. I find most of my client base has a custom nail set okay. size. They don't go by most of the standard sizes. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to pre-make something when you don't know. I offer 15 different shapes and lengths. I can make something in a size large in a short square, but somebody might order it in something completely different. Mm-hmm. I just I didn't want to keep like stock. Yeah. So it's just easier that way. Yeah. That makes sense. Um. Okay, next question. Where do you draw your inspiration from? So, of course, we're talking about Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> but some of the other sets that you have, um, like some of like these cute purple ones that I'm looking at right now, or some of like those green marbly ones. Like, what are you looking at? Or is this just something where it's like, oh, I was daydreaming about this and I thought it would look cute on a nail? So most of the sets that I do actually come from things that I'm like, I would want to wear that. Mm-hmm. That's where I start. Okay. Um, if I would want to wear it, somebody else probably going to want to wear it too. Or I'm going to make somebody else want to <laughs> wear it. Um, the Emerald, I actually am doing a, a stone kind of line. Okay. I actually took a class to learn how to do designs that look like stone. Mm-hmm. She taught us five designs. I have another one coming up in the next couple of weeks. Actually, taking two classes so far mm-hmm. but i learned how to do that from the class that set took me about three hours to oh, do wow that's why it's priced the way that okay. it's priced Listen, and we can but they're I gorgeous mean, we can get into pricing too oh yes <laughs> but i mean they're gorgeous they have depth they have dimension mm-hmm. uh, but i like i said i took a class to learn that or like some of these cat eye ones it's literally just cat eye polish just not done in a typical straight line mm-hmm. um you see color palettes and you just kind of get information inspiration from that or um like i said looking at the different trends in nails that are going on right now making them my own Mm -hmm. so inspiration comes in different forms that's so cool (laughs) um speaking of pricing now i know as a small business person that it can be difficult sometimes especially people people think certain things should cost a certain amount. Mm-hmm. And they have this idea in their minds and they stick with it and that's it is what it is. And instead of sometimes people being like, you know what, that's not in my budget right now, I'm just going to go on to the next and maybe find something that maybe I'll go to CVS mm-hmm. and get the Kiss Press on Nails. Mm-hmm. And 
<laughs> and go with those. But instead of doing that, they haggle me. They haggle you. They tell you, I can't believe that you're charging this much for X. Ex- I'm just speaking from experience. This, I'm just saying. Oh, it happens all <laughs> the time. Um, and I don't even know where to start. Yeah. To be honest, I am probably one of the least expensive um, handmade personal nail businesses mm-hmm. out there uh, with the quality that I have. Even like my, my new friend in California who kind of was my mentor and taught me a lot of, she tells me all the time that I need to raise my prices because mm-hmm. her and her brother have ordered from me just like I've ordered from them. And okay. they're like, these are freaking amazing. Why are these only $25? Right. And I'm like, I'm trying to get customers and I don't want people to be like, oh my God, you're, mm-hmm. small, you're a small company. You cost too much. Or it was one time I was, I loved her color panels, the palette on something she did. She was like, I want you to make them and sell them. Hers were like $50. I charged like 38 for mine. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I know the work that went into that. Yeah. Why don't you charge more? And it's because of people. I get at least three messages a week. I can't believe you cost charge that much for something like that. I can't believe you're messaging me and telling me that you don't have money. Oh, I get haggled all the time. <laughs> you need to lower your prices. This is not affordable for the average person. Your business is not going to grow because... You're charging this much. And I'm like, my sets start at $15. Yeah. Right. <laughs> also, leave me alone. Like, I think that is my biggest pet peeve because I would never, as a, as a consumer, yeah. if I can't afford something, I don't want people to know I can't afford it. Right. Even more so, it's like my <laughs> thought pattern is, like, if this costs a certain amount, there must be a reason it costs that right. much. And I'm at least going to invest in it. If I want it, mm-hmm. that is, I'm going to invest in it and see. And then if I see that they overcharging for something, right. then I'm not going to go back. Exactly. But I'm not going to tell somebody what they should charge mm-hmm. for what they're doing. Yeah. Even even after I did my upgrade, my rebranding, I didn't increase my prices. Mm-hmm. Could have. I easily could have because <laughs> that is a whole luxury experience yeah. there. But I kept my prices the same. And mm-hmm. My customer base doesn't seem to have an issue with what right. I charge for things. So that's just. Yeah. And I, I think just hearing you say you spent three hours on one set, it's like, okay. I don't think people think about that. Yeah, they don't. Um, they must... That set in particular, I instead of doing it one price, I staggered the price based on the length. Mm-hmm. So I think that the short length starts at $65, and I think the XXL is like 105 or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, and I, you should have seen my messages when I posted that and that said, and they saw the prices and they were like, this is ridiculous. I'm like, this is art. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm sitting here at home doing slaving over these nails. Correct. So that you can look good. Correct. <laughs> I'm not giving you get a discount code in every order. And that's mm-hmm. just about as good as it's going to be. Yeah. Like, right. I'm Forget about all price. of the things that you have to pay for and order and fund. And like, what if you mess up? Then you got to start over. all over. <laughs> They don't care. Nope. Um, they don't care at all. So to all of the people out here that purchase things, stop doing that. That is that is seriously a pet peeve. People do that, to I mean, for the job that I work at. Like, mm-hmm. yes, we're selling plants. Are they more expensive than the average? Yes. Do but I it's a whole know? experience with that, too. It like is. You're getting a very beautiful plant that's already been cared for and nurtured to survive ex- changing into a new environment. Yeah. You learn how to take care of it. And also, you don't have to buy it. You don't. I'm not I'm not forcing you. I didn't invite you to be here. <laughs> <laughs> you can leave. You came and walked through my door. You came. So, yeah, that I, just. I get a lot of love. I'm not. 
as much hate and haggling as mm-hmm. I do get, I do have a very loyal and supportive yes. base that I absolutely ad- I, I adore you guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're wonderful to me. Thank do they you. have a name? Do they have like a? I call them. The, I call it the Claws Club. Okay, that's cute. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to be in the Claws Club. Oh, come on over. We always have room for more. Okay. <clears throat> um. So. We already talked about your hundred and something nail designs. <laughs> um, why do you recommend press-ons as opposed to other forms of polish like gel and acrylic? Um, well, we talked a little bit about the allergy mm-hmm. um, or allergic reactions that can come from acrylic. But then to also, I was actually looking at old pictures the other day. One issue I don't have with press-ons that I used to have with gels and acrylic all the time um, is when you... Hit your hand on the close your hand in the door or hit it on the wall really hard. And you know how the acrylic would just crack in the middle and you're bleeding and you can't do nothing about it? <laughs> yes, please stop dragging me. Either the press-on <laughs> is going to break or it's going to come off. Mm-hmm. There's no physical injury to you that's going to send you to the ER. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to me, that is extremely worth it because I'm heavy. You know I'm heavy-handed. Um, I think I'm realizing that I, too. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I'm like, was I always like this? But I keep, like, bending my hand Mm -hmm. and the nail. This happened to two nails last week before I got the set done. And, yeah, my pinky was, like, cracked underneath the extension. Like, and I was like. That's a pain I don't miss. It's it's not pleasant. It's not. (laughs) And it's like, again, I swore by acrylic for probably, how old am I? When I started, my mom started letting me get my nails done when I was 16. Mm-hmm. So I, I swear by acrylic for my life. <laughs> 12 to 14 years. Yeah. And to me, it was just a part. Beauty mm-hmm. is pain. That's mm-hmm. what we're taught, right? It was a part of the thing. But with press ones, they're almost just as sturdy. I'm not about to worry yeah. about my corners or my nails being too thick. Mm-hmm. Corners not cracking. Yeah. They're not ripping off my nails and my fingers and messing up my cuticles or um, not ripping off my nail bits. I'm not breaking them to the point where they're causing damage to my fingers. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, they're not breaking like that. I have not right. broken a press on yet. Okay. In That's over impressive. a year. I haven't broken one. Um, I might have popped one off or I did break one because I slammed it in the car door. Mm-hmm. Didn't mess up my nail. It just broke where my natural nail started. Okay. And I was like, it hurt a little bit, but <laughs> I'm cool with that yeah. happening. Yeah. So, to me, outside of just the allergic... Oh, you know another reason why you should try press ones that are better? Yes. You can change them whenever you freaking want yeah. to. And, yeah, you might have to soak a little bit. If you prep your nails right, they're going to mm-hmm. be hard to come off. But you're not soaking them in chemicals. You're soaking them in warm water. Oil and dish soap, oh. but then loosen up the um, the, the glue. Okay. And you can switch them ac- around according to your lifestyle needs. Okay. I have some customers who are nurses. Mm-hmm. They buy the really short square when they're at work. I'm sorry. And- I wasn't talking about y'all when I was <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the people that don't do work like that. Go ahead. <laughs> but no, they'll, buy, they'll wear the short square. Mm-hmm during the week and then soak them off so they can use them later and put on their XXLs on the weekend when they want to go ahead and have fun and mm-hmm. they don't have to worry about certain things. Yeah. I personally love the versatility because 
I want to change my nails almost like I change my clothes. Mm-hmm. A week in a set is more than enough for me. I want to go on to something else. But yeah. I might, I still might love that set. I'm just going to clean the glue mm-hmm. off and store them so I can use them for later. Yeah, especially if you're not someone that just sticks to, like, neutral polishes mm-hmm. all the time. It and can. in some professions, you have to. Right. I would be so sad. <laughs> oh, I, I lived that life. When I worked for Tory Burch, we could not have oh. long nails. Had to be nude. Of course, I finessed it all the time because I was still, like, the number one salesperson. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, y'all going to let me have my nails some kind of way. Like, something's going to work. I hate retail jobs that make you do that because the first time I worked at Maywell at Somerset, they made me take my nose ring out, mm-hmm. which I thought was so weird yep. because of when you look at the brand, that's what their aesthetic is. It's made for people that have nose rings. Correct. <laughs> It's, it's nose rigs and tattoos and all of that stuff. Yep. So I was I was very confused. So having to take that out and put in like the plastic one. Yeah. No. Yeah. I hate retail jobs like that. Like this is about fashion. You want me to yep. express myself. I couldn't work a job <clears throat> that made me control my hair, mm-hmm. my makeup, um, my jewelry and my nails. Yeah. I was like, y'all tripping. Y'all can put me in a uniform all day. But what we're <clears throat> not gonna do. <laughs> yeah, I need to accessorize. I and- need it. Yeah. I need to be an individual, please. Uh, please. <laughs> um, so the proper way to apply press on nails is how? Like you talk about prepping your nails, but if you want yours to last for a long time, what should we be doing? And this is, I tell people all the time, this is the most important part mm-hmm. um, because I don't care how good or bad the nails are. If you're not prepping your nails properly, you're not going to get the most out of your experience. Okay. You're not going to, you're going to have something negative to say if you're not prepping your nails. Mm-hmm. Just putting glue on them and putting them on is, no, it's not going to work. Okay. So yeah, you're going to, if you do that, mm-hmm. they're going to pop off. Right. They're not going to last. You're going to have some issues. I'm just going to say that first. Mm-hmm. And it's the prep application, the prep, hmm. <laughs> the nail you know how to prep talk. process. <laughs> I know you know how to talk. Girl, you would think I didn't sometimes. No, but the prep process is really simple. It doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. It's just it's necessary. Like putting on deodorant before you go out in 90 degree weather. Mm-hmm. Um, I send you everything you need in order. So you get a little, I call it a Glamicure bag. Okay. Um, it comes with the press <clears throat> one tabs for just in case you want to do something quick. Okay. And it also comes with glue, nail buffer, a nail file, and a cuticle stick. Mm-hmm. Um, you can prep with just the things that I send you, or okay. you can invest a little bit more in like an e-file, mm-hmm. an electric mail file to get, really get in there good. Okay. I might start selling those soon. Ooh. Um, but yeah, you, what you want to do is you want to buff your nail bed. Mm-hmm. What that does is it takes away the smooth surface to give the glue a little bit of a better, um, surface for the nail to adhere. Okay. It's almost like the difference between, bought tires sliding on ice mm-hmm. versus new tires when you hit that brake and brake the tires gonna stop mm-hmm. the <laughs> visual i like to give uh that was a good analogy sorry for those who don't live in months <laughs> in that have Detroit. winter but right. you know <laughs> um you buff your nail service i don't always suggest pushing your cuticle cutting your cuticles mm-hmm. some people don't actually trim the cuticles they trim the skin around your um, nail bed. Is that bad to do? It is bad to do in excess. You're not supposed okay. to cut all of that skin off. Okay. That's not. It's there for a reason. The cuticle is What's the. What's the reason? <laughs> <laughs> you can't help yourself. Some things will never change. <laughs> but no, the, 
Your cuticle <laughs> is actually, I don't want to call it skin. I don't know the proper okay. term for it, but it's oh, like it's that clear layer of almost skin mm-hmm. that is on your nail bed. That's what you can push back okay. and remove. Um, but of course you pushing it back into the skin around your nail bed. Mm-hmm. You could trim that some, cause sometimes there is access. Of it. Mm-hmm. I don't like to trim all of it off okay. because it honestly, it is a good foundation to, for applying your nails for it to look more seamless. Okay. But anyway, back to the process. So you want to buff your nail bed. Mm-hmm. You want to push back your cuticle and trim a little bit of that access if you want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you're, oh, I send out, you get alcohol pads okay. in your, in your thing as well. You want to. Take an alcohol pad and dehydrate your nail bed. What that does is remove any dirt, dust, oil, anything that would prevent the glue from doing its job away from your nail beds. Mm-hmm. And obviously you want to let it dry. From there, you take your glue. I don't know if I said this, but you get glue too, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, and the Same glue is here. really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so please get it on your fingers. It's going to burn. It's going to stick. It's really good glue. I like, you don't want to put too much glue and you don't want to put not enough because okay. either one of those are going to mess with um, the adhesion process. Mm-hmm. Too much glue still will spill over, get on your yeah. skin. It'll look was, janky. I did that when I was doing my press on quarantine nails. I was putting too much. It I happened. Wanted to last. It kept happening. That was <laughs> I was like, haven't you learned? It happens. What I do is I put it on my actual nail to okay. see how much I'm putting on. Because sometimes if you if you're putting it on the nail tip, mm-hmm. you might not see. Um, so I put mine starting in the center mm-hmm. on my nail, and I you want to put enough. Okay. You want to make sure your whole nail is covered. Okay. You don't want to make it so that when you put the nail on, it spills all out. Yeah. Because then that way. You can't get glue off of a press on, so no, you you'll mess it up the design. White. Yeah, you'll mess up the design. You'll get it on your finger, and it can still because the glue is being disrupted on the sides or wherever it spills out from. It can come off if you don't have enough glue. Then any cracks or crevices where there is air mm-hmm. there, things could get in there and weaken the glue. Your nail could come off. Okay, so you do that. I press and hold for probably. Less than 10 seconds, but I say 10 to 15 in my video, mm-hmm. and you're good to go. You will know if they're applied well is if you move them and it doesn't feel 100% secure. Okay. And you'll, I don't know how to explain it, but you'll know, you'll feel it. It's mm-hmm. like the difference between knowing your shoe is tied tight and not tied tight. Okay. Um, like if it's like rocking back and forth or. It'll be a subtle mm-hmm. rock. It just won't feel like it's on there. Okay. You'll know when that bad boy is stuck. Okay. Um, some of I suggest some people. Some people it doesn't work for. Some people still have. They might have oily nail beds, and it might affect them a little bit more. Those people I do suggest that they get an e file mm-hmm. just to buff their nails a little bit more, and even buff the inside of the press on, and invest in a good dehydrator. So after you go through that process before you put the glue on, you put dehydrator on your nail beds. A prey actually has one that I purchased that I mm-hmm. love. And it'll, it's just extra little steps to secure the process. But I have people who prep their nails and they have a hard time getting their nails off. <laughs> Ebony actually got some press-ons for me for the first time like a month ago. You know, she does hair and everything mm-hmm. like that. She went two weeks. She's like, I can't get these things off. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. So I'm like, uh, yeah, you just got to soak them. She's like, I've been washing hair all day. They still not coming off. It's like, well, you just did a really good job. Like, oh, nails. well. <laughs> you just got, you just got these nails on forever. All right. Just wait till they fall off. <laughs> um okay the best way to remove them also and usually i wait to do listener questions but i feel like this is related um so daisy's danielle hi 
Um, she wanted to know <clears throat> tips for reusing nails. So I want to know the best way to remove them. And then she wants to know if you take them off, can you reuse them? And like, what is the best way to do that? This does go hand in hand. So I suggest warm water, mm-hmm. almost as warm as you can tolerate okay. with dish soap like Dawn. Mm-hmm. It has like a degreaser <clears throat> element in it. And I like to put some olive oil in the water as well and just soak them. Okay. Soak them for probably 10, 15 minutes. In some cases, it doesn't take that long. Mm-hmm. I, it obviously depends on how long ago you applied them. Um, but what it's going to do, that oil is going to, the oil, the warm water is going to loosen up mm-hmm. your nail beds and your fingers and everything like that and cause the nail to expand a little bit, right? The oil and the dish soap is going to break down the glue that's okay. there. To help them to loosen up. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, once they start loosening up, they're really just going to peel off. Okay. You might be able to take a cuticle stick and get them off a little bit. But in order to be able to reuse them, that's the way that you need to remove them. Do not use acetone. Acetone is one of the harshest chemicals that should be, could be used <laughs> on your that should not touch <laughs> your skin. But if you put acetone, even a drop on them, <clears throat> these nails are gel. They're not plastic, but it's still going to eat away. It's going to eat up the way at the polish, mm-hmm. the glue. And the nail, and you're not going to be able to use them boys again. They're going to be deformed. <laughs> it was so funny because uh, a friend had tweeted, he's a guy, and he was like, women really use acetone to, to take their nails off? And everybody was just like, yeah. <laughs> he's it's like, so normal. that's crazy. And I'm like, it is kind of crazy when you think about it. Yeah. Because I remember um, in one of my fashion classes, I'm talking about like certain fabrics and acetone and how acetone should not touch your clothes because mm-hmm. it will ruin them mm-hmm. and i'm like here we are just soaking your hands in it putting my hand in a yeah. bowl full of acetone. hot acetone <laughs> at that like that's not thinking about it it's literally acid yeah <laughs> um so yes don't use acetone or your press on if you want to reuse them mm-hmm. and if you want healthy nails and healthy cuticles because acetone is not going to do anything but deteriorate anything that you put it on i actually had a nail case with mm-hmm. the tips come in and I was using acetone to clean, like, the excess um, polish off of, like, my brushes and everything. Mm-hmm. I made a mistake and spilled, spilled some. It completely melted the case shut. Oh. I had to break the case to get it open. Dang. It was awful. And I was like, this is so That's bad. crazy. So, yes. Um, that's what you do to remove them. Mm-hmm. To reuse them, you do get that glue buildup on the inside. And this is where an e-file is. An e-file is an electric nail file. It's one of those things that the like the nail techs use mm-hmm. when they're doing your nails. Um, they sell they sell them out there, but I might buy some and sell them for through Covered Claws for my customers as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so you take that e-file and it'll fit right on the inside of your nail, and you just use it on a low le- low setting mm-hmm. to remove the glue from the inside okay. of your nail, and it'll be brand new. Like I said earlier, you can also use the e-file and applica- the application process for a better adhesion as well. Okay. There's your answer to your question. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that um, warm water would do that. <laughs> I thought acetone was the only way. And, during, again, during quarantine, during lockdown, acetone was, I mean, everybody was buying it up. So I couldn't mm-hmm. find any. And I think when you do it at home, it just takes so much longer. It does. Oh my gosh! I was like, I, "How long do I have to?" Sit? And I get impatient with stuff like that because I'm like, "I want them off now, now!" <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's another thing. At the salons, they use 
industrial strength after yes. again that you're not you wonder why they got on masks goggles and gloves they're not trying to get that stuff on, you, on them but they'll put it on you in a yeah. second yeah beauty is pain and also is stupidity clearly <laughs> what has been your favorite part or some of your favorite milestones from this journey so far oh my god Aww. If you can think of one or two or three or ten. So my first one was that first weekend that I started mm-hmm. and seeing the response and how many orders I got. And I was like, I just, wait, y'all, really? Y'all, y'all are here for this? Mm-hmm. You guys support me? This is happening? Like, oh, my <laughs> goodness. It was just the affirmation that I was out doing what I'm supposed to do. So that mm-hmm. was my first milestone, my opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, geez, what was another one? Um, I won't say it's necessarily a milestone, but when I finally gave in and let my, my boyfriend is my photographer. My photographer it's okay, you can say boyfriend, uh, you can say little friend, <laughs> your man, my boyfriend, your significant other. Yes. <laughs> hello, Steven. Oh, hi. <laughs> he, um, oh, hello. Oh, no, my God. <laughs> yes, you have to meet. Yes, I'm ready. Evie Webby soon. Yes. But um, I mean, I've already looked at his Instagram. I'm sure a couple of times. I just need to, you know, I like to put a face to a name. <laughs> so I was just like, let me see. You're not the only one who has stalked him because I, <laughs> I guess I didn't realize I didn't post him for a very long time. Well, I was looking at your pictures and I was like, wow, yes, go hard with these photo shoots. Uh-huh. And then when I found out that he was taking your pictures, I was like, what a great setup. <laughs> I did not so, want. I did not want him to take my pictures. Oh wow! I was like, why? this is. I was like, I want to pay you. I, this oh. is your. This is the thing that you do. Like I love your work. Pay you in trying but... layers. <laughs> Pay you in love. <laughs> no. I was like, I didn't want to. I didn't want to use it. And you know me, I'm used to being behind the camera. Yeah. I didn't want to be in front of it. Like I'll take my selfies and everything, but I didn't want to do it. And we went to Royal Oak mm-hmm. and shot the first time. I think we did like four or five different sets, mm-hmm. and it was such a empowering thing for me mm-hmm. and to have the pictures out there and see the response from that like I said that's not a milestone but it was a milestone yeah because I mean honestly the brand wouldn't be what it was without him and his pictures mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I'm not gonna hold you up so I'm glad because I don't know paying for pictures sometimes can get costly yeah. and it's it's often as you're like pushing out designs and you want to photograph and get content for at least all of them some mm-hmm. type of content it's very nice that he's there to help yes, you. Yes, it is. We'll keep him. Yes, we. He he can't go anywhere. Okay. <laughs> like even like if anything ever happened, you know, you still gotta take pictures for my business, right? Because right? going to another photographer at this point, it's not gonna be right. Like, you want me to draft up a contract? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because yes. I'll be writing on for work now, okay. so I can. Um, you hear that, Steve? He probably gonna like do something childish, but we just gonna have to keep him on deck. Oh, it's fine. I have a DocuSign account. All of this. There you go. Well, you won't even have to like be pre- be prepared for yeah. Sonia. I got you. <laughs> um, the next, I'll say, the next big milestone I hit was when I realized that I was, I was make, I was, I make, you know, you make your monthly goals mm-hmm. and like you in your quarterly goals, like you do in retail. Mm-hmm. Another skill I took along yeah. with me. <laughs> um, and I was hit, I was hitting my goals, and I was like, wow, I'm like this is great, and mm-hmm. then I, I was because I. To live with Vivian and Todd. And I was like, in order to okay. not go back to work and to do this full time, mm-hmm. I need to make, 
I just, I need to make 4000 a month to be comfortable, to be able to sustain this and then doing my other stuff on the side, mm-hmm. still taking advantage of unemployment mm-hmm. and all this other kind of stuff. I need to make four grand a month just from coveted clause. Mm-hmm. It'll pay for itself and it'll pay my rent. That's really all I need. As soon as I said that, mm-hmm. I was like, he told me, he was like, have you looked at your numbers? I was like, no, I haven't. <laughs> so I looked and I saw what I did in January mm-hmm. and then February it doubled. Okay. And then in March it doubled again. And then in April, I was like, what is going on I'm here? I'm rich. I was, so that's my another, my next milestone. In the month of April, I hit over 5,000 in sales. Oh, we love And I was like, it. this is Can insane. I hold a dollar? <laughs> I was like, wow. Especially since in December, I only did 1,200. Mm-hmm. I was like. Which is still very good for. It's very good for a new business. Because what month did you launch? In June. Yeah, that's really good. I was like, wow. I was like, you notice you're being, you notice you're busy and mm-hmm. you're, you're constantly working and you're making new things and doing new things. But I was like, oh, this is for real. Mm-hmm. And then right after I hit, you know, the $5,000 mark for just one month, mm-hmm. I hit 500 orders. Okay. And I was like, <sighs> maybe five should be your, <clears throat> your new number. Uh, maybe. I don't know. But I was or, just like. Or a million. But no, I was like, wow. It, it, and if this keeps up, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to be making more than I was making my best year in my last job. Mm-hmm. That was supposed to be the job that put made me rich. Right. That was another thing, mental thing for me that I'm like, uh, you know how I am. I celebrate every little mm-hmm. win. I was like, oh my oh, god, shit. I'm celebrating so many things. This is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, my next milestone will be Corey's birthday on June 11th. Hey, that's so soon. Oh I know it's so soon. I'm like, maybe we'll hit a, a 600 orders by mm-hmm. then. I'm like, what are we going to do? Are we already rebranded? Mm-hmm. And we have this whole luxury experience. I guess that was another milestone, too, rolling out the luxury experience. Because, mm-hmm. again, I wanted to set myself apart from other nail brands. Um, and then you know me. I love luxury. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to provide a luxury experience yeah. that went along with the quality of nails that I'm Providing people, you all can't see, but I'm looking at this very pretty closet, as she calls them, and it is like a drawer for you to store your press ons, which I think is genius because if you've never worn press ons before, you get them in a very small well, the ones I've ordered from Static came in a very small, slender box. And if you tip that box over, they're coming out. They're coming out, mm-hmm. and now it's like, I don't remember which finger was yes. which. <laughs> that is a problem. <laughs> and it's very annoying, so I just like that it's very organized, and, you know, for people that switch them out often, mm-hmm. somewhere to like put them. genius. Yes. Yeah, so when I when I did upgrade, I love the way that things just look clear, mm-hmm. so it looks almost like it's just floating in the air, mm-hmm. so I have the clear boxes um, that they go in, and people can use those in storage, but I have... I have so many customers that have so many. Right. I was just like, how are y'all keeping y'all Right. Because <laughs> I know how I'm storing mine. So yeah. What are you doing and with I'm yours? like, I want something to put mine in. Do y'all want something to put something in too? And I treat my customers like they're my friends. So they're mm-hmm. like, girl, if you do it, I would pay this much for it. I would mm-hmm. pay that much. I wanted this big. I wanted that big. So I'm like, okay, I got y'all. Okay. And it's, I've done like 10 so far, I okay. think. Um, they're only they're still only <clears throat> pre-order only. Like you're going to get a bomb package no matter what mm-hmm. you get. But if you want a closet, which is claws, like. C L A W, but closet. <laughs> Y'all get it. Oh, clever. 
<laughs> I, I was so happy when I thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> very corny so i was like trying to name it in my i was like trying to name it out early and i'm like dang i need a closet yeah well, i was like wait closet <laughs> closet i like laugh for like a good five i was about minutes. to say i know you was tickled <laughs> I, was. I went and told my mom you know how she is and she was like i, don't I know she get was tickled it. So uh, she was like i don't get it and i was like ma you know when you put your clothes in a closet right she was like, yeah, but what's the difference? I said, it's going to be spelled C-L-A-W-S-E-T. And she said it out loud, and she laughed. And she was like, oh, goodness. I was like, what a legendary laugh. Now. Yeah, what a legendary laugh. Laugh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she stops. Because she can't breathe. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I was like, oh, now I know I got something clever because Vivian laughed. Cool. <laughs> but, yes, it is very... It's a simple concept, mm-hmm. but the way that it comes together is just really pretty to me. Yeah. Love it. <clears throat> okay, I have a few more. Oh, go for it. Before we leave. And possibly get drinks. Yes. <laughs> Ooh, drinks. <laughs> Both. Both of them. Everything. Um, what else do you hope to accomplish with Coveted Claws? So, some goals that you maybe have for the rest of the year, holiday... I don't know, long term, short term. My goal is to just to continue to expand my reach. Mm-hmm. Um, I think after the month of April going into May, a huge thing that was shocking to me was realizing how much how many people in the city of Detroit that I don't reach. Detroit makes up less than ten percent of my business. Mm-hmm. And I know every girl in Detroit loves to get their nails done. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, it's a barrier between them not knowing who I that I'm here. And mm-hmm. between being stuck in our ways with going to the nail salon, mm-hmm. um, which I'm not, I'm not trying to, if you want to go, girl, if you want to go get your nails done, go get your nails done. Uh, because I was going to buy some and just take them to my nail tech so she could put them on. I mean, that works too. I think that <laughs> most nail techs only charge like $15, $20 to mm-hmm. buy your personal ones. Um, and that way you ain't got to do it yourself and you yeah. don't worry about it. But, um... I want to expand my reach in my city. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be known in other cities as the, this Detroit-based brand and not be known as a Detroit-based brand in mm-hmm. my city. Um, and we see it happen with so many people. They leave, and then they blow up, and then the city gives them love. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have brands like, oh, my God, Angel with House of Size. She's mm-hmm. blowing up here. Yeah. You can't walk the street without seeing mm-hmm. her bags now. She gets love immediately. I want to be. I want to. I want to make sure my city knows about me and mm-hmm. understands the process. So I'm <clears throat> going to be doing more pop ups um, and things. I just had an idea. I feel like would you ever do like co branded like giveaways? Because she does oh, a lot do of that. giveaways. Okay. I do that. Um, I have been doing that, and I've been seeking out more people mm-hmm. to do that with. Um, obviously, they're going to be giveaways and things like that going into the birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes. Absolutely. Okay. I wanted actually, we reached out to her on Twitter because um, I have a couple bags of hers mm-hmm. and, and reached out like, I will do nails mm-hmm. inspired by a brand. Yeah. I got the colors. Oh, that cow print one. Oh, and you know, I have a cow print uh, <gasps> nail, but I will do a black, white, and brown one to match her bag. I actually, yes. I was so mad my order got canceled because stupid UPS, USPS damaged my package because I had like mm-hmm. uh, that turquoise one and mm-hmm. I had a cow print one that I was supposed to come. And I couldn't do her bag, get a bag program because I had just bought like six from Brandon Black. <laughs> so I was like, I need to I was so responsible chill. and I did not get one and I regret it. I cracked. There's some still available. 
I'm not talking about taxes earlier. No one told me that starting a business was going to be like the best but worst thing ever because what I had to pay back because of what I made from doing like freelance and influencer work last year. I was like, I'll shut all this down. (laughs) (laughs) So I looked up because I did work, even though it was only a month. Mm -hmm. I still worked last year. Okay. So I had money coming back from that. my mess up in how I was collecting taxes played in my advantage because mm-hmm. I only registered in Michigan. I didn't realize you had to do it in every other state. Mm-hmm. So I was only collecting taxes for people in Michigan. So mm-hmm. I only owed like $300. Okay. Oh, girl. But I got all of the credits. But my advice to you and anybody else who has a business and doesn't want to be penalized at the end of the year heavy, pay your taxes quarterly. quarterly. That's on my. The lady said that does my shit. was like, why didn't you call me? I said, girl, I didn't know. I was, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I didn't understand. People were giving me money and I was just, I was just taking yes, it. Yes. Pay that log in. <laughs> pay them taxes quarterly. So when you come to your taxes next year, all you have to worry about is your credits and your deductions. And you get all of those right off. I literally cause... almost put my head down on her desk. I was like, <laughs> I'm sad. Yeah, I... Michigan yeah. is one of the best states to own a business in because they don't penalize you for every little thing. Mm-hmm. My friend in California, she had a six-figure year, but she had five-figure taxes. That's not even right. <laughs> I was like, I'm never opening a business in California. That's very wrong. Never. Yeah, she was like, I was about to buy a house. I ain't buying nothing <laughs> Just now. kidding. She was like, my whole savings is gone. I'm like, I'm sorry for you, sis. All right. Yeah. Black people shouldn't have to pay, and we're getting off topic, but I'm going to say <laughs> this, and I'm going to let it go. And I'm only stuck on this because my first payment was coming out today. Mm-hmm. I still haven't taken it, so I'm just like, are you going to wait till the end of the day? After I already had a good day, that's it's, how you want me to end my day. I mean, lay my head on right. a load of negativity. But I just feel like black people shouldn't have to pay taxes. That, that should could just be, be a form of reparation. I, I would take it. You know what I would take better than now? Just just fix my credit. Take take my credit score. All of it. Keep it at a certain level for like a year. I'll Anything take that Anything that has to do with money. Black people should just be exempt. Shouldn't have to pay for anything. You should be able to just walk in and just take. I'm, I'm, I'm totally here for that. <laughs> I should just be able to walk in, take it. I don't have to pay taxes and forgive my student loans. That that part. Somebody said I've already forgiven myself. Same. Same because I ain't paid nothing. <laughs> I've forgiven myself. Come on, Joe. You're supposed to be forgiving us. Yeah. No, anyway, I'm too busy taking and being a, a Twitter honey. I got 30000 and that's within your thing that you said you were gonna forgive. So come on and do come it. Come on. I'm not even asking for the difference. Just, <laughs> just forgive. Just forgive me, please. Um, what has starting a business during a pandemic, or just in general, taught you about yourself? Um, that I have control issues. <laughs> if we're being completely honest, that's fine. I have control issues. Mm-hmm. I have a hard time delegating tasks and trusting people my baby yeah um it's taught me to go with the flow Mm -hmm. and accepting that you literally can't control everything and you just need to handle things as they come um to let go and to breathe a little bit more Mm -hmm. um it also has taught me that I am a lot smarter and a lot more creative than I thought Mm -hmm. because being out of my creative space as a stylist for it was almost three years yeah I thought I lost that part of myself. Mm-hmm. And then going from that straight into a pandemic and quarantine, I really felt 
trapped. Mm-hmm. But seeing that I still got that spark in me, seeing that I'm able to still do that, and then especially when it comes to the photo shoots, and I I do my own makeup, I do mm-hmm. my own hair, I style myself. It's like, oh my god, you still got it. You still you're, got you're it. You're not. Girl. You're not lost. Yeah. You still. God still got your creative juices flowing mm-hmm. in there. Um, it's also taught me that I probably never want to go back to really working for somebody else mm-hmm. ever again in life. Um, but that I do want to employ people to get not just our people, because I really do feel this way about our people, but everybody in general, the opportunity to experience a great working environment. Mm-hmm. That has become a dream of mine. Because mm-hmm. I know the kind of bosses that I don't want to be. And I'm I know the kind of boss that I please. am. I want so many people have such such negative experiences yeah. in working environment because people suck. People do <laughs> suck, and people are very self serving, and they don't care about you. Mm-hmm. I want to grow to the point where not only with covered claws, but with the other things that I want to do. I want to be able to provide people with a great working environment. I want to be that boss that people love working for. I want to work hard for, mm-hmm. not only because they get paid well, but because they're getting treated well, and they actually love what they do. Mm-hmm. I'm. I also learned that I have to love what I do. Mm-hmm. If I don't love what I do, I, I'm I'm miserable. Yeah, I'm, I'm depressed. And that's where I was with my last job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I want to provide that for other people. Yeah. What does it mean for you to be a damsel in Detroit? Oh my. Okay. So first of all, it's almost like a badge of honor. Because oh, like okay. I said, it I've watched you grow up. You did. You used to call <laughs> me and ask me for advice in the fashion industry, and you know, I was so honored because you wanted to follow in my quote unquote footsteps you know, and stuff. A um, bad gal recognizes a bad gal. Big ups to me. But no, yeah, like it's a full circle moment. Mm-hmm. It really is. Outside of just what you're doing and the path that you're creating for yourself. Being able to watch you and to be a part of it and to say that she interviewed me when she was here and she made me come on the east side. I did. Because <laughs> um, for those who don't know, I am not an east sider at I'm all. I'm not either. I mean, as you all know, I'm an upper east sider. Don't debate me on this, anybody. Uh, XOXO. XOXO Gossip Girls, <laughs> where, I, where I live. Um, but No. Like I said, to watch your journey and then to be a part of your journey. I shed a couple tears when you asked me if I wanted to do it. Oh, I made and you I was cry. Like, you made me cry. Because I was supposed to be taking my braids out. <laughs> not you sobbing. and not Don't blame that on me. I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. I'm clearing my whole schedule. I'm, Evan is interviewing me. Yes. Thank you. This matters. Thank you. Aww. That's so sweet, sir. Oh, God. <laughs> you did good. You waited till the end. I mean, I haven't said it maybe three times did before you? we really start. So you don't oh, even notice it because it's you, your name. Oh, it's God. on your birth certificate. It's terrible. Really? Yes, okay. it's on your birth certificate. Right. I was there when you were born. Anyway. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know what you and Ruby thinking that y'all were here before me, but we you were. Know. Okay. We were. Anyway. where can people stay connected with you um and where do they shop so it is covetedclaws.com you don't have to spell it because you know people i know so c-o-v-e-t-e-d and then claws 
y'all know how to spell that. Yeah, I hope y'all know how to spell gloss. <laughs> um, so covetedgloss.com um, is where you can find everything you need from links to videos to all of the sets that Evan was combing through yesterday. Yes. And um, links to you on Instagram. If you go to Instagram, which is at covetedgloss, and Facebook, which is at covetedgloss, LLC. We have a Twitter, too, now, so mm-hmm. that's at covetedgloss as well. Literally everything is consistent across the board. Okay. I tweet back. I message back. Mm-hmm. I love the DMs. I love to get sent videos and stuff. Mm-hmm. I respond. You can even email me. I'm going to respond to that, too. <laughs> <laughs> love to see it. Well, thank you, Ashley. Thank you, Evie. <laughs> <laughs> um, as always, I want to thank you guys for listening. Um, and remember that Detroit Girls do it better. And we'll be back Ooh. next week. Bye. Thanks for having me. Of course. I- hey.